Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope you listened to the special dropped episode on Friday, WrestleMania prediction show. Uh, I've already been wrong on several of them, but we'll see how right I am tonight. We're going to talk, obviously, Texas Tech Athletics. We're going to start with the baseball um, results for this weekend. Talk basketball. Obviously, huge news this week with basketball. And I'm going to give you kind of my initial, just kind of my thoughts on some other sports things going on right now. And then we will be on down the road. So let's jump right into it. Texas Tech gets two of three from TCU. Huge, huge series win. Um, but I got to tell you, I'm irritated. And I'm, I'm irritated at Oklahoma State's baseball coach, Halliday, because he completely screwed over Tech last weekend with the whole Beckel thing. Um, I am firmly convinced not only would Tech have not been swept, but I'm convinced that Tech probably wins the series in Austin with Beckel um, there. You know, remember Tech had two walk-off losses to UT last weekend. And, you know, you start thinking through that. And, you know, Beckel, I mean, Beckel just pitched lights out um, all weekend long. You know, you get the win Friday with him. And, um, today he closes it out as well, and I just you just can't you cannot convince me otherwise that you have Beckel in place last weekend in Austin. You are not going to get swept, and I, I think you really would have it, uh, have have had a great shot at getting yourself a series win down there in Austin, and that the standings looks completely different at that point. You know, right now Tech is four and five in Big Twelve play. Now here's the good news. You have been, you have played the top half of the Big Twelve now. Um, you you go back and look going into the rest of your Big Twelve schedule. Uh, you're off this week from the Big Twelve. You got North Dakota State for the Easter um, weekend series. Then you've got Oklahoma, who's trending downwards. You've got Baylor, who's probably the worst team, not only in the Big Twelve, but probably one of the worst teams in Power Five Conference. And you've still got Kansas, Kansas State on your schedule. West Virginia will be an interesting one to watch. I think they are um, a kind of a middle middle of the road, middle to, middle tier team, and so that one will be interesting to watch. But yeah, I mean, you you've played the top half of the Big Twelve, which you're you're four and five right now. Probably could have been easily a five and four, six and three if things kind of swung swung the other way in Austin. And you know, I think you're going to have your have yourself an opportunity to go on a bit of a run here. So uh, this is a typical Tadlock team. They are coming together in April, getting better as, as you go into May. Um, are there problems? Yeah, I think, you know, pitching is still, um, I don't want to say suspect, but you, you've got you've got some things you need to solve on the pitching front. I mean, I think, the, and the irony is this weekend, your, your ace pitcher, Molina, that's the game you lost. Um, I'm not worried about him. I think he's he's gonna pitch lights out, and you know he has been when, when needed. It's just you know the other two the other two games you're just gonna you're gonna have to cobble together. I think some starts, and I think you saw that. You know, Gertens had his struggles, but I mean on Friday, but you know you had pitchers come in, pitch some key innings, and then you just kept chipping away at it, and he ended up you know the first team to 20 runs won the game on Friday and, you know, kind of the same deal uh, today, you know, 
Trendon Parrish had a, had a struggle in the first inning, but was able to cobble together some key innings. You had uh, Free come in, and when Free came in and, and gave you some quality innings, then you can feed it all. You know, you can feed it to Beckel in the eighth. And I mean, Beckel is. I mean, he well, he looked really good. He's looked really good against Oklahoma State too. Um, you were able to. He he is really kind of turning himself into a very quality closer, which is you know definitely what you need. I think the key is going to be. Your your middle relief and your starter your your starters, not named Molina, getting you some quality innings, and I, I'm still not you know discounting. You might get Bo Blessy back, maybe I'd love that. That'd be huge because um, he was really pitching lights out at the beginning of the season. But yeah, I mean, bottom line, you you know this is your you're where you need to be for Tech baseball. Um, you know they get ACU on on Tuesday. You can't lose that lose that game and you got North Dakota State coming into town. Um and then you get and then you get to go play Stanford for two games next week in the midweek. So you've got I mean you got some interesting games coming up, but I think you definitely have an opportunity uh if you're Texas Tech baseball to go on a run here um and get yourself on a pretty pretty quality winning streak. So so let's shift gears and let's talk some Texas Tech basketball. We have a coach again. Um, Grant McCaslin was officially hired on Friday. Um, he had basically it had basically been known he was the guy pretty much uh, for I think it was like last Tuesday, um, not this past Tuesday, but the Tuesday before, where it kind of started to leak out that he was the favorite, and you were kind of waiting on his his uh, season at North Texas to end, uh, which I mean. Wins the NIT championship. I know some tech fans or maybe some fans as a whole are like, well, is that really that big of a deal? The NIT, that just means you couldn't get in the NCAA. Well, again, you you know, you look at kind of what what the postseason of college basketball has morphed into. And if you're not in a power five conference, you have a very difficult time making the NCAA tournament unless you win um, your conference tournament and you know you're in the I think conference USA is really bared out this year they were a pretty quality conference and you know you only got one team in conference USA that being Florida Atlantic who who managed to go on a run uh, to the final four and and lost at the buzzer to get have a chance to go to the uh, championship game so and then, then you look at you know the CBI was won by a conference USA school in Charlotte and then your finals of the NIT was UAB and North Texas in in the championship, the NIT. Now, the bad news, if you're Conference USA, all four of those teams are leaving and going to the AAC. But, you know, I think what it goes to show is if you're you, – you've got some pretty decent conferences in these one-bed leagues – and, you know, certainly North Texas was, I think, a, you, you put their record in a Power 5 conference, they, oh, they're they a shoe-in to get in the NCAA tournament. And on their route to an NIT championship, they beat Oklahoma State and they beat Wisconsin, two Power 5 schools. So I think McCaslin's got some skin on the walls uh, beyond, you know, what, what people think, oh, the NIT championship, what, what's the big deal about that? So I think it's a great hire. Um I was when I first heard he was kind of the favorite. I was a little underwhelmed, but you know when I started to look at the history of McCaslin and the hist- and the, specifically the history of North Texas. I mean North Texas, pretty much a nothing basketball program 
pre uh, McCaslin getting there, and he's he's made it a a quality basketball program. And so I'm excited to see what what he does. It's going to be interesting, obviously, this week. I think we'll see some movement in and out of the transfer portal, and you know, just be prepared. Be be prepared for you. You might see some tech players now enter the transfer portal. You might see some exit out of the transfer portal, and then you might see some players tech gets out of the transfer portal. You know, Texas Tech is a great basketball program. I I still think it's it's a program that can attract top tier talent. You've got great facilities. You're in the best conference in college basketball and you've had recent success yeah you fell down this year but I think certainly you've got some success um you know in recent history and and I think you you can appeal to some of these transfer port and you've you've been you know kind of at the forefront of utilizing the transfer portal uh the best of your ability I mean this is this is a program that got um you know Tariq Owens and Matt Mooney I mean though those those two are the poster poster uh, players for the the how how you can utilize the transfer portal to the best of your ability so i i think i think we're gonna see i don't want to say we're gonna see a quick turnaround i.e oh tech's gonna be big 12 champions next year but i think you're gonna have a, a really great run here and josh young just hit a home run on his first at bat against the rangers yeah that's awesome yeah josh young that's what he does um, yeah, <laughs> anyway, squirrel. So, but, so yeah, I think, I think you obviously you get yourself in a great position to get back to the NCAA tournament next year and, you know, go from there. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm excited to see what McCaslin does. I think we may have a fantastic, memorable fall winter sports season coming up. Uh, cause I've said it, I've said it on my, um, podcast multiple times i truly think texas tech football is going to be in contention for the big 12 championship this year i think krista gerlich has got the lady raiders turned around and i think they're going to be you know certainly headed back to the ncaa tournament next year and then we got mccaslin i think you can do a turnaround and get this texas tech men's team back into the ncaa tournament next year as well and then at that point if you're the texas tech athletic department you're cooking with gas because then you got baseball and i mean you got tadlock doing what tadlock does so um yeah it's gonna be fun so all right i'll just kind of i'm gonna end kind of with my thoughts on uh, kind of things going on in the sporting world. Obviously, uh, we've got the women's NCAA tournament final took place this afternoon, and unfortunately, Kim Mulkey won it. Yeah, that's not 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 a fan of that. Obviously, and oh, before I get back into that, one last thing I want to mention. I mentioned on my on the official Twitter of the Chris Carpenter Show. At the C Carp Show, and if you're not following that Twitter account, make sure you are. But I, I did want to mention it's very interesting to me, North Texas, the fans and their athletic department, and the players, the, how they're treating McCaslin leaving, and I think it says a lot about the type of person that Texas Tech has just hired. It, it has been all good vibes. I mean, they've thanked him. I mean, and McCaslin, you know, he he was very. Uh, went out of his way to thank 
uh, the North Texas community as well. Uh, I think the fact that you know he coached this team in the midst of all of this going on to the NIT championship, I just think the departure was handled well. And I think the fact that you know it's been nothing but praise and love from the North Texas community towards McCaslin, that may, that excites me even more um, because you know yeah we we've had some. <laughs> Well, we just celebrated – we commemorated the two-year anniversary of the, the debacle on April 1st, 2021. And uh, certainly the McCaslin hire is not in any way, shape, or form like that debacle. So, all right. Anyway, shifting gears back to um, what, what we were going to talk about with the other stuff. So, yeah, uh, LSU ends up winning the women's uh, national championship – that's who I was. I was. I didn't want them or South Carolina to win. To be honest with you, um, I kind of wanted Iowa to win. You know that Caitlin Clark, very impressive player. And I, I think what's interesting this year, and I think this is another example of NIL. It's 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 giving you more parity in college sports. Is you know typically the 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 women's tournament has been very much chalky and. Your your blue blooded teams, the Yukons, um, Baylor, Stanford's, those teams, Tennessee's in the past of the world end up very easily getting themselves to the Final Four. And you know this year you you didn't see that. You saw basically um, pretty surprising Final Four. You I saw Caitlin Clark stay local in Iowa, and she, I mean she had a heck of a tournament. You saw LSU kind of go on this run, um, which I mean. I think when you have Kim Mulkey, you're still a bit of a blue blood. And then, you know, you had Virginia Tech go on the kind of this run as well. And you're seeing that obviously in the men's Final Four as well. You know, Miami is the poster child for NIL. And, I mean, they they are they got themselves to a Final Four um, and then lost to UConn. I think UConn probably is your favorite going into tomorrow night's title game. UConn certainly has – as I would consider them a blue blood. You know, what's been interesting about UConn, I mean, this, they're, they're seeking, um, I believe it's either their, well, let's go back 90, they won a 99, 04. Yeah, they're 11. So they're seeking their fifth national title in the past almost 25 years. Certainly that's a pretty remarkable accomplishment. What's been interesting is in between, they've had some major struggles, even, you know, making the NCAA tournament. I think they got obviously made a great hire in uh, uh, Hurley, Danny Hurley, and, you know, and they're back in the Big East. You know, now don't discount the fact that, you know, they weren't in the Big East. They were in this, you know, AAC kind of, which didn't really fit them very well, um, conference. I think that hurt them um, for a while in basketball. And so getting them back in the Big East, I think, was huge. But should be a fun game. I mean, San Diego State, heck of, heck of a win, heck of a run for them as well. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, going into next year's tournament, is this the new norm where you don't have the Blue Bloods? Now, I will say this. I think you're going to see the development of new Blue Bloods because – of the world of NIL and, and which coaches know how to navigate NIL and transfer portal for that matter. And I think that's why you saw coaches like Coach K and Roy Williams and Jay Wright leave. They did not want to um, – they, they really didn't want to be part of this NIL 
transfer portal world. And so it'll be interesting to see, are we going to see the development of new, new blue bloods? Um, you know, Duke be interesting to see what happens with them. You know, North Carolina, I think North Carolina is always going to be a pretty solid, um, Program. I mean, I think they fell this year, but I think they'll probably be able to get themselves back up at some point soon, you know. But in Kentucky, that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, they seem to be getting um, worn out by John Calipari. You know, Kentucky is an interesting program to me. And I remember back in the 90s going into the 2000s, they finally got, you know, tired of Tubby Smith, even though Tubby Smith had gotten them a national championship. And you know, they I think Tubby Smith probably would have been fired, but he, you know, he kind of smartly exited stage left and ended up going to Minnesota and then eventually to Texas Tech, which uh, again, tech fans, you cannot underrate how great of a job Tubby Smith did at Texas Tech. You know, he had he had to do the re- he had to do the big rebuild. And, you know, Texas Tech was a program that was bottom of the barrel, struggling to even win double-digit wins in a season. And he was able to rebuild it, and he handed off a a great product to to Chris Beard when uh, Tuppy Smith left. So, um, But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens as far as going into next year. You know, um, I I always like to kind of keep up with the two early top 25s, which those are going to fluctuate because – you know, the transfer portal and everything. And, um, you know, obviously there's already names floating about for, for Texas Tech as far as who they might get out of the transfer portal. And so that'll be something to bear watching. And, you know, if you subscribe to this Chris Carpenter Show podcast, we'll, we will talk through it. So, uh, but anyway, I hope everybody has a great week. And, you know, this is going to be this beginning of Holy Week. Happy Palm Sunday to everybody. Hope everybody um, celebrates a great Holy Week. I may drop a bonus Chris Carpenter show episode um, fr- Thursday or Friday. I'm, I am off for the Easter weekend on Friday. Um, and then I'll probably Easter night, I may uh, will probably drop my normal, regular Chris Carpenter show episode. So just kind of stay tuned for that. And yeah, it's going to be great. Um, thank you for listening. Um, if you would, Review the podcast, um, Apple Podcasts. I know you can review on there. You can also review on Spotify, and I'm sure you can review on the other podcast platforms, Amazon Music that I that I have. But you know, please take time to to post a review and tell your friends about this podcast. I, I love doing this podcast. It's something that you know, it's it's a it's a hobby, and it's a it's a way to unwind when you've had stress uh, during the school week. So. But I hope everybody has a great week, and I will see you next weekend on The Chris Carpenter Show.